Good evening. Due to the uh, weather conditions, the Mind of Magnus is here and running just a couple minutes late. Consider it like a five-minute school delay mm-hmm. before we drop the science on you. Welcome <laughs> to the Mind of Magnus, and here's Magnus. Welcome, welcome to the beginning to the Throwing Adventures of the Mind of Magnus here on 106.3 FM WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. As my lovely cohort, uh, cohort and uh, partner in crime here, Mr. Matt Obscure said, we were having a little slight delay because... I'll be darned if I was a bit uh, stuck in snow, if you can imagine that. Oh, my gosh. So let's see here. So on the lovely drive in today, I had uh, actually had to help push out a lot of small little cars that were doing their best to get through the snow. So the uh, opening sequence was actually a little longer today. You got to hear the whole bit of the uh, theme song, which I liked. Thank you for that, man. I actually don't get to hear the whole thing. I always enjoy hearing it. it. There are days like this where I kind of wish we had the one with lyrics just so we could enjoy it because it gets really dystopian and weird when you put the <laughs> lyrics on top of it. It really it's, does. It's excellent. Uh, so to continue on with the lovely opening sequence here, as always, uh, you guys have been listening in the Mind of Magnus. At any point in time, you guys want to join in for the uh, fun adventures, message me or message the uh, studio here, Magnus Apollo on Twitter or mindofmagnus at gmail.com. So as always, the cool kids listening in online, listening in at uh, rochesterfreeradio.com, and also the cool, uber cool kids, as I call them, on um, the are listening in actually on podcast form, actually, and say hello to the folks out there as well. So you guys are lovely time travelers. Tonight is Monday night here, and I uh, hope you guys are warm and uh, cozy wherever you may be at. Um, and uh, actually, this is, boy, the headphones are working tonight. They are on, on, on. So you're turning around a little if you need to. Too hot? Yeah, actually for once. Usually for me. All right. Side techno for me. I like having my ears being blasted out by the voices in the heads here. So, but uh, <laughs> Drowns out the rest of them? Yeah, exactly. These ones i got to focus on. Uh, so, uh, I, yeah, today has been a fun day, and I want to thank everyone who's been messaging in and saying they're enjoying the podcast. I have an, uh, an email I'm going to re- uh, read probably a little later on the show from some new podcast listeners, one of which is actually going to talk uh, a little bit in saying how much they love Matt uh, as well. So, Matt, there's going to be a, you have a fanboy out here, and it's actually not a fanboy from Rochester, which I'm going to read it. We actually have some uh, non-Rochester listeners have been tuning in now, apparently. So... I'm um, getting myself all ready. Like I said, slightly late today because I was literally just getting pushing cars. My coat is covered with snow because I was pushing a little, I want to say Fiat, I think what it was, one of those little square boxy ones. And uh, two of them tried to be nice and like, I'll get out of the way for you. And one person got out of the way and got stuck in a giant pile of snow, causing another person to pull over to help them out and didn't get all the way over. And then traffic just kept piling up and piling up and piling up and no one was moving. Like the past 10 minutes, I've been sitting less than a quarter mile from the studio right here. And I was watching him, and I, so I just, I, I, I could pull over. I got all-wheel drive vehicle because I that's how I do things. And uh, pulled over on the side of the road, ran up and started pushing cars out. And everyone else was like, were applauding me as they drove away. Not got, no one got out of the car. No one got out to help except me. Like I was just shoved, like shouldering a small car <laughs> out of a snowdrift. Get myself here, so. I got a radio show to do. <laughs> I really, really was. Uh, so, yeah, if I'm a little slightly out of breath, it's because I just did that, then sprinted up a flight, two flights of stairs, actually, to be here. I will say I have been enjoying this half Mr. Rogers intro slash striptease <laughs> kind of situation that we've got here over in the corner. Oh, my gosh, Magnus yeah. came in, he, he's got his lovely floor-length coat, and then he gets that off, and now he's got this really cool, like, green Mr. Mr. Rogers-style cardigan. Mm-hmm. That's off. And now we're, we're down to... Now a Futurama t-shirt, actually, of all things. Yeah. Yeah. Magnus Prime, which is <laughs> headphones and Futurama t-shirt. Yeah, a, a quirky t-shirt. That's how yeah. it works. Uh, but yeah, actually, that, that sweater, people keep saying, actually, I wear, I have more of them more now. People keep chuckling about me being uh, like a Rochester Mr. Rogers. So 
uh, kind of these fun little gifts. And that one actually is great. I love this. It's a super comfy sweater. Although the studio is very toasty again. I'm not complaining. Yeah. But, wow. I didn't know what to expect. So it, It's not as bad as last week. Last week, I thought we were going to really oh lose all of us. Yeah, I, I mean, aside from the guest who loves being uh, warm, I literally at one point last week lost track of my thought because I was I was trying to like like undress, you know, get like cool off and everything else. It was just overpowering some some bit there. So Dave and I were talking about that after the show too. He was like, I don't know how I'm going to sit here for four hours. <laughs> Good luck, man. Just don't don't you know We'll come in. He's just mummified. Just this dry. Dave. Little dried husk. We put him in the corner. Yeah. That's the, the door behind me is actually five, <laughs> the other other husks of hosts we've kept. Yeah. You know, it keeps him happier that way. It keeps us going. Um, so tonight the show is going to be a, a bit of a banter session. I enjoy it quite a bit, uh, and um, I actually want to get in the habit of having some banter sessions more with Matt because, gosh darn it, I like it. Uh, so tonight's show is going to be Matt and I bantering back and forth, some music in between there. But if you guys have any questions, any ideas, anything you want to talk about, send a message. We can gladly talk up topics. And there are some very big topics in the news that we may bring up, too. So if something's been on your mind, you want to clear it off of your head there, let me know. Share it with us. The Mind of Magnus is here for you. Yep, so. Just like the Ghostbusters, we're, we're ready to believe you. <laughs> we're ready to believe you. Speaking of Ghostbusters, there's, is it officially... Uh, uh, is it? Yeah, I think next summer they're... It's Jason Reitman and all the old Ghostbusters mm-hmm. making. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard this before. Dan Aykroyd lied to me a couple different times, and I love Dan Aykroyd, but gosh darn it, Dan! I have mixed feelings. I, I will admit I haven't seen the the most recent Ghostbusters. Neither have I. Of all things, actually, nothing against it. I just haven't. It's... Kara saw it and loved it. Mm-hmm. Most people that I've spoken to really enjoyed it. I just never got around to it. Exactly. I, I saw it the other day. I was like, I should watch it. Then I ended up watching. I think Disaster Artist. Finally, I haven't seen that yet either. So that is very good. We I had to. Yeah. <laughs> but, so that I Ghostbusters was the first DVD I ever bought. <gasps> really. The Ray Parker Jr. song was the first 45 I ever bought. Wow, there's a theme here happening. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a bit of an aficionado of the Ghostbusters. So, now the question is, uh, the, you must have had the toys then, right? Yeah, my, my brother and I both had them. And you had a, a, a vast collection of toys? Would you say you had a substantial yeah. collection of Ghostbuster toys? We did. We yeah. had... Josh actually had the uh, the proton pack and trap and all that because wow. that was the it was real Ghostbusters right like a couple years later that was hitting when when he was uh-huh. yeah so so he had all those and then we had the action figures that you could squeeze and like you know Egon's tie would pop up or whatever it was yeah the eyes would pop open on one of those ones yeah. and I remember that I, I had the big eyeball I actually saw um, at the uh, toy fair here that happens in uh, Village Gate. There was a whole person had a whole table just of Ghostbusters toys, and I had no idea there was that many ghosts in the Ghostbusters toy lineup. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe my childhood did, because I was trying to collect them all. I literally was trying to get every ghost that could for those things. But I had a couple of ones I'd have in my hand, and just would process me, age seven, eight, nine, I don't even know what it would have been, like, just kind of staring at this, being like, I played this thing for way too long. My God, I should buy it now. Just like, no, no, no. But it's, it's amazing <laughs> what those, how many ghosts were there. Yeah, they were the uh, the Pokemon of their day. They really were. They, I, you couldn't catch them all. <laughs> now, I never... Um, so, I, I like the... I mean, the Ghostbusters, on ba- like this one here, there's you know Egon, the whole team. Um, did you ever watch the other Ghostbusters? The the bootleg the, one the, with the gorilla? With the gorilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did you? I, I, I did. I didn't enjoy it particularly. It, it I don't think I've ever seen that, it. I, I think I may have pushed it out of my mind. I'm not sure. It was... If I recall, it was on... After school, like before the good cartoons came out, it was always that Ghostbusters, and I'd that wa- Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'd watch it, but it was never quite right. It was like the the flavor aid to 
to the Kool-Aid of, of the real Ghostbusters, which, by the way, right on the label, the real Ghostbusters, right? Mm-hmm. That That's the one true... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let you know what's supposed to yeah, be. There's yeah, a, there's a gorilla instead of Slimer. It's just, ugh. I think Larry Storch was in it. It oh doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, no. Um, so I have not seen it. Although if you want to play, like, the next movie, I always tell people, have you played the video game that uh, came out on the play- PlayStation, PlayStation 2 or 3, whatever no, it was? No. I... It has all the voice actors. Literally has every single voice actor from, even Bill Murray's brother is in that, you know, sort of thing. There's always a Murray brother somewhere in those things. But, there are um, twelve Murray brothers <laughs> spread like spread around. But if you actually want to watch, uh, you want to literally watch the next movie. That script is actually supposed to be. It was based off of the continuation script they had planned for the next movie. Never did it, but they just took it and turned it into a video game. You get to play the the extra the newbie sort of Ghostbuster. You get pulled in, of course, and that's how they explain it away. And you get to upgrade all the cool proton packs. The, ser- the the set in between, the show, the snippets, everything happening between there is a storyline they had for the other movie. And it was such a good storyline that I would forget I was playing because it's the cut scene and it has all the CGI, you know, vintage-looking characters in there. And as it's going on, all of a sudden, you realize they're attacking stuff. Like, oh, yeah, i got to start doing something. So you scoop your thing. <laughs> and I had more, more than a few times being almost killed because I was watching the movie, forgetting I was in the game. So, if you... Ooh... Here we go. I just found something fun. Uh-oh. Dramatic music. Yeah. So we were just talking about the Not Real Ghostbusters. Guess what I found? Oh, no. I found the theme song to the Not Real Ghostbusters. Does it have one that does it explain everything? Does it one of those uh, things that tell you what's going to happen on a TV show? or what do you, think? you know what? Let's find out together. <gasps> yes. I don't remember at all. This is going to be fun. So he- here's the, the bootleg Ghostbusters theme. I like how they're cheating by having kind of a chant aspect of it, you know. Yeah, it, it almost sounds like a weird Talking Heads B-side. It, it does. It really does. The gorilla grunting in the background. Yeah, it's very strange. Doesn't really do much except just say, let's go Ghostbusters, huh? Yeah, no, and it's a minute 15. Of just this? Of wow. this. Yeah, with different sound effects and... Oh my gosh. Oh man. It goes from the talking heads to 80 sex music. It's just, <laughs> I don't understand it. They just went down the Foley list of what they had in stock. Rock yeah. Falling Springs? Perfect. That is the entirety of that. I would. I've had, I, I know I know it only because of just, you know, thing to have in your childhood, I guess. I never watched it. I actually had a friend of mine dressed up as it for a Halloween costume, or for actually no, for a costume at a uh, convention I went to, and he had the thing, and he's turning around staring at me. He's like, "Uh," and my brain's like, "No, I, I can't put it together. I can't." <laughs> like even then, I couldn't piece piece it all together there. So, oh wait, you're a toy that came out on clearance at KB. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the one right there. Oh man, oh man, dude, um, I just oh. Now I'm gonna throw this out there. That's a minute and fifteen long. Yeah, How long is an episode of that cartoon? Twenty-two minutes. Twenty-two. Oh my god! They probably had a little extra time for commercial break. It's all knockoff stuff. So, 
Oh, and yeah. I imagine the lot of running around, like the so, whole Scooby Doo, like back and forth in the same scene. Yeah, on the over. loop with the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. They did have a cool car. Do you remember the car? It was the jalopy that went up on stilts. Oh my god, no! I love the transforming cars you have, like those, like I mean, this was like uh, Heath, not Heathcliff, but the other, the one that was with Heathcliff, the other group of cats that had a cat, that, the car that transformed into a boat and everything else. There were a lot of transforming cars back then. Yeah, mask. mask. Yeah. Oh, oh man, gosh. that was so good. There was a, a news about Mask the other day. Someone was going to try, they were trying to reboot that, too. Every couple of years they say that, and, and they disappoint me every single time. Speaking of, okay, this may be a TV show uh, rant before we get into bigger topics down the road, but we actually, I actually watched, uh, you remember the TV show Reboot? Yes. Do you know they rebooted Reboot? Is it just boot? It's a reboot? Yeah, the Reese canceled themselves out. It is, um, I have to, oh, yeah, 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 I have seen very much like, it's funny those old style cars kind of were the thing back then too you describe this car to the so lovely listeners it's they call it the ghost buggy and it, it looks like a, a model T or like something that would be broken down in front of the haunted mansion <laughs> and on the front there's the, the Ghostbusters logo which is not the, the Ghostbusters logo we all know and love it's more look like if you took Booberry and put him into a badge yeah that's exactly what I was thinking Booberry yeah and, and if you're wondering the gorilla is driving Oh, that's even better when they have the uh, the non you know homo sapien driving the item. The uh, anthropomorphic gorilla gets to drive the car. Well, he did grunt to the beat a bit, so maybe he has some good rhythm and can understand driving. I could, I didn't watch the intro, but I can only hope that when that sax came in, he was playing it. <laughs> of course, he does everything. He actually is the guy who built the proton packs. It's actually it's actually Grodd. <laughs> the gorilla is their Egon. <laughs> oh my god, uh, E gorilla. I don't even know what to call it there. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, uh, yay. So, yeah, it, I don't know about you, but I've been inside for three days now. I, I've i not been in for full three days, but uh, yeah, to those who, the podcast listening in, we're having that giant snowpocalypse that was recently happened. Uh, it's January here, and we um, got, how much snow did we get? Do you know, Tally? Uh, I, at my house, it was probably about two feet. Okay. It definitely seemed quite high. Of course, and it's one of those ones that it's nice that you throw. It, it was just perfect snow that when you shovel it, it just it wouldn't collapse down. You keep piling up on top of itself. Like you, you dig stuff out. It just kept great yeah. building snow. It, it's way. great building snow. It's great shoveling snow because it was also kind of windy, so it just blew immediately back in your face <laughs> like your John Candy in plane trains and automobiles. <laughs> it's just the, that miserable snow. So, yeah, three days. Mm. Of this, the thing ARG that's taken over our city. Very here. much like we were talking about yesterday. It definitely feels like we're in the thing, but nothing else is happening. Well, I guess it's good in the, in the grand scheme of things. The thing is not the thing you want to encounter because it, it's it's heavy. true. And I realize if I were McCready, I just would have burned everything down with me sitting in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. There's no I, let's burn down or just freeze out there. Like at least you go out in a bang, you know. Yeah, because like three days inside, I've had like a, a buttload of it, and we have internet service and Netflix and music and everything. And I'm just like. I can't. I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't not. That's what me. I um. I'm not a person. I realize I w- I never volunteered for the mission to go from here to Mars in three, four, five months, six months, whatever it is. I I really find myself that I like to um, do things and not be in the same room for more than uh, 48 hours. So, see, I, I'm the sort that doesn't so much mind that, but I've just gotten to that level. You've I don't know it. what happened. Like, yeah. Day one, it was fun. We did all sorts of like baking and playing and, mm-hmm. and all that, and then all the hibernating fun stuff. Now yeah. the hibernation is kicking in. Yeah, and today it was just like oh, I gotta put laundry away now. I guess and <laughs> you get to that point where you're like, oh yeah, chores. You begrudgingly have to. 
Um, I, I actually decided uh, the first night of when everyone was telling people to stay in, I actually went to uh, a good friend's house, and actually we kind of knew it was going to snow later, like at, between two in the morning until five, or you know, early in the morning. So let, let, we actually got out and kind of did the fun hibernation thing with friends. Started that way, so it, it was. Just enough snow that it's like Rochester winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I got a little bit of socialization in first. So the next day and the day after, I kind of was riding on that sort of, oh, I saw friends, I socialized, I just had a day off. And I actually took some days off, but I feel you. I, I can't like a little squirrely a bit sometimes. I'm stuck inside there. Yeah, I am very happy. I, I'm still off tomorrow. So I, I, I get to be off, but we're doing things. Mm. So nice. Or at least I am doing things. <laughs> Um, yeah, boring things. One one thing, but I think I might go to the movies tomorrow. Or, nice. Yeah. What do you have on the agenda to watch? Uh, I I might go see Spider Man again. I haven't seen it yet. It's actually on my list to see. So yeah, it'll be. It's a game time. It's that. I don't even know what else is up. So there's a bunch. I was actually looking through movies the other day just because I happened to like. I actually what it was is because it was yesterday and I was stuck in the house and I decided to look through like IMDb. Also, you're like, I'm just deep diving into anything that just catches my attention because nothing else to do. <laughs> so I was like looking at a character on IMDb. Also, I, I like what's up, what's in theaters now. I just kept scrolling through. There's a lot of movies I mean, and stuff I've never even heard of. Stuff kind of coming back. They even have like the things that are in random small pop up theaters here and there. So, so that's cool. I, I saw the trailer for John Wick three, which isn't out yet, but that looks fun. I actually have to watch all the John Wicks. This is horrible to say. I actually have never actually watched them. Wow. I know. I, I what it was, um uh, I went to watch it at a friend's house. I was going to see it in the theater, and then that didn't fail. So I was going to go to a friend's house and watch it. And I was going to watch it with someone. And you know how if you don't watch it with someone, uh-huh. you're kind of like, oh, I'll do it eventually. And then it just kind of back onto the shelf, and you forget about it until you're like, I should watch this. Yeah, I've so. only seen three episodes of Breaking Bad because of that. <laughs> well, luckily there's only only four or five episodes of that. It's, it's, and you could get through it like in a quick little time. <laughs> it's not like you're going to sit and watch it for 12, 12 hours straight like I did. Oh, my God. I, I'm not, not, not lying. That Breaking Bad was a, that I think I was... I, I no, I actually I was working at the time. I had a day job, but it's one of those jobs that I could come come in a little later than I would needed to, and I'd be sitting there and be like, oh, one more episode, and then I'd be like, okay, that's fine, one more episode. I would actually double up at one more episode, middle of the night, like four in the morning, going to bed and have to be at work like the next morning, being like, it's fine, it's fine. So I'm ashamed to say I've been doing that with YouTube wrestling videos. So <laughs> you win. <laughs> Although it, YouTube wrestling videos, there has to be. I can't imagine how many you can be pulling from. Like at least with with those shows, I know there's a season of twenty episodes, give or take, that I just get through this. If I, I and I kind of pay myself that way, being like, after this is done, you'll be working like crazy, you won't have any time to do anything. But I can't envision how many YouTube wrestling videos there has to exist on the internet. But this one's a it's a very specific series. There's these mm. Irish guys that do a, a chronolo- chronological critique of different events over the course of the years. Really? So they'll do like a five episode arc based on a storyline that happened years ago nice so yeah and they do it and it's so funny it's super important like one of the games they play is is what bar what bar and what bar is based on what the wrestler is wearing (laughs) you have to pick out what candy bar (laughs) i got the most resembles i wasn't sure what bar was happening in that what bar scenario yeah i feel much better i guess i was going more nefarious in my thought processes than that shout out to osw review (laughs) osw review huh so what's osw stand for for those it's old school wrestling old school wrestling yeah that's so awesome completely inspired by just 80s wrestling in the simpsons and yeah it's it's so it's right up your alley you're saying yeah i see why you're it's specifically triangulated to like 
me, my brother, and two other people. <laughs> they actually call you out directly. Uh, like, yeah. hey, thanks for tuning in again, Matt. Basically. <laughs> there are enough nerds that actually went out and get oh, got OSW tattoos. So there, there, there are dozens of us, Michael. <laughs> nice. Um, so, oh, uh, folks who were writing in, I actually had some tweets this past week that I want to give a shout-out to. Uh, John uh, wrote in saying that they, he's uh, been enjoying the podcast, having a blast, and looking forward to hearing more stuff. Thanks for following up. Um, but I actually had one that came in. Actually, there's a message from a guy in Cleveland. This is actually in the email, but a tweet came in. We have a listener in Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Actually, a guy I've known, Larry. You speak, you went to school here in Rochester way back in the day and was listening to uh, a couple of the shows. Actually, I was listening to the one Tristan we had on. Uh, and uh, he's been giving some great ideas and shout-outs for possible people to have on the show. Oh, awesome. Um, he actually suggested he, – he actually gave the character, and I knew who he was talking about versus the person's name – but uh, you a Star Trek Next Generation fan? Yeah. And, um, so the woman that invented the holodeck that okay. uh, Jordy LaForge uh, like had a holodeck thing for. Yeah. That actress lives in Rochester, and apparently yeah. she teaches acting and a bunch of other stuff. And he says she's remarkably awesome to talk with, and uh, you should reach out and say hi to her. And I was realized I paused. I'm like, I, I got to reach out to a Star Trek character and have her on, have her on the show. So. That's coming from Larry out in Cleveland, of all things. So Larry, Larry, thank you. I don't want to give her a name, but. Um, Google search lets you know who I'm talking about. Let's but, book that. Yeah, yeah. She'd be great. Yeah, so Larry suggests meeting up to her. She's awesome. Oddly enough, when I did a quick search, uh, I have friends of mine that have mutual friends of hers, so it may be a little easier sell than I thought. So We have an in. Yeah, actually, multiple ins, actually. Uh, also, we have another one of our future guests for 20, uh, 2019, maybe one of the people help us out, too. Uh, we're going to have um, – so do you know that Rochester has a bunch of, for lack of a better term, those rage rooms that are happening? Do you know the – I saw the one on – East and Alexander opened mm, up. There is uh, three with a fourth possibly opening soon as well. So huh. people are having fun. Uh, one of our, the uh, Bailey, which was a guest on the show la- uh, beginning part of last year, Bailey Burrett, um, him and his wife did it for their anniversary and they had a blast of doing it. But we actually may be having one of the owners on to talk about what what's involved in doing all that whole thing. So I would love to know. Exactly. So uh, I think his name is Jerry. Jerry's going to be joining us uh, to talk about setting one up and what's going on with it and the whole ideas of that. But uh, thanks to Jerry, he's going to be another connection for that Star Trek character of all things. So an odd sort of, you know, triangle of connections here. So awesome, awesome. Is Jerry's a holodeck? <laughs> He's actually a hologram. Actually. Ah, That's, okay, like Ziggy. Like, like Ziggy, yes. Um, not the small cartoon character with a big nose. No, the small cartoon character with the big nose. He was a hologram the whole time. Oh, that's right. It was in, uh, I think, three weeks ago, there was a, a, a Ziggy comic where they revealed that this whole time it's been a hologram and he's actually in... in, in Ziggy is really just a brain in a jar. <laughs> that makes less sense, but I guess we'll go with it, right? Yeah. It's actually powering the... the sentient computer that's been drawing the family circle for all these years <laughs> oh no billy's dad no mr keen or his name was <laughs> so uh oddly enough you know what's funny the the guy billy uh is actually a real person that has his whole family yeah do you know much about that like, this is random facts i guess tonight but i don't billy uh billy keen actually was a he he's a full adult now because i've met the man he's actually uh worked for dizzy he d- was an illustrator he still is an illustrator um he did like the um uh, like the what, the Treasure Island one in space they did way back in the day, that uh, animated one. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet, yeah. yeah. Which I think is remarkable. It's one of my favorites. That's excellent. Yeah, exactly. He's the guy who designed the characters for that and did the illustration. He, he's actually a Disney illustrator. So that little guy, oh, Billy, cool. when Billy draws as a joke, yeah. that guy's an, an adult person that was paid Disney money to design movies. And that's how his dad thinks of it. He's like, he's drawing a little dotted line everywhere. <laughs> so, 
Odd. Odd Speaking of Disney movies, that's one of the things we did this weekend. Really? Is watch a bunch of Disney movies. What I realized that as time goes by, mm. you forget how problematic Disney movies are. <laughs> and do tell. how uh, the... Until you show them to your three-year-old in, in 2019, and you're like, oh, oh boy. Yeah, so, oh. so there's certain ones we should have to, you, you should possibly avoid watching at age three, you're saying. So, like, well, Bambi is one, obviously, I mean, with... That, that's... That's fine. It happens off screen. You don't care. That's fine. I'm talking about like the the Peter Pan and the the creepier amount of vague racism toward Native Americans. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So straight on till morning is. Right. It gets rough. Oh no. And then we, <laughs> to sandwich it, we watch Brother Bear and Brother Bear the first act. Everybody dies. Oh, God. Like, everybody. There's a bear attack, and one guy falls off a glacier, and, like... Whoa. The other... The the bear is eviscerated, and, like... All in, like, the first half hour. Oh, God. And 15 minutes later, it's Bob and Doug McKenzie as Moose, and it's such a tonal shift that I almost broke my neck. Oh, my God. I forgot that. Yeah. I totally forgot that. Wow, Brother Bear. (laughs) <laughs> As I said that, a tweet came in going, "Wow, brother bear!" Like, well, forgot that one in there. Um, yeah, that was a, a a journey. That movie. Oh my god! That was one of the last ones they made in Orlando, I think. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I, I remember there were two different Disney trips. We went once, and there was the whole big room. Did you ever get to see the art of animation thing at, at Disney World? Oh, oh no, not Disney World. I've seen the art of animation thing before maybe the same thing I'm not sure so they had the animation studio mm-hmm. and one of the things in MGM Studios was that you'd walk through and then there was a glass window that you'd look out and it was kind of like going to a zoo except it wasn't exotic animals it was just animator desks mm. like 300 animators in this giant room okay and at that moment they were making Brother Bear and that was when you know how the Disney Renaissance whatever you want to call the period where they made like Brother Bear mm-hmm. and that god awful barnyard nonsense and like <laughs> those movies where they almost killed Disney again. Yeah, yeah. So that's when they were making those. So I was like, oh, this is kind of neat to see this. I went five years later with Kara, and it was like the the warehouse from Indiana Jones. There was not <laughs> oh, a soul no. in there. It was just empty cubicles. It was like, oh, it's Disney's monument to downsizing. <laughs> oh god, oh, this is so grim. <laughs> oh, just a sadness. Just all sadness. And they were still running the Brother Bear stuff that they... <laughs> oh, God. It's like, this is where Brother Bear was made. And they just cut to where those people were sitting. Yeah. Just like shadows of the past. It was Maybe like, it's just being... Uh, maybe the the, uh, the uh, guy who drew... The director for that, Aaron Balazzi, I think. I, I, I don't... I, I know the director wow. for that one. Only reason because I've taken... Uh, he does digital illustration classes on how to paint animals. He's actually an animal illustrator. That's so, fantastic. Yeah, so writer, director, dude. He, yeah. You can tell because he always wears a hat that says Brother Bear or something in every shot. Now, the guy's awesome, Aaron. I, I doubt he's ever going to hear the show. We do interact sporadically, but if he ever does listen, awesome. I like his work. He does very cool stuff. He's taught me how to paint fur phenomenally well. My my illustrations are thanks to that man. But it had to be from that guy because he keeps that, that movie alive. Yeah. Anything you mention on like he'll be talking about it in the background. There's a Brother Bear thing that kind of floats behind it for some unknown reason, you know. Like, oh, my God. The movie's perfectly fine. I don't mean to paint it with too broad a brush that it wasn't good. It was just part of that era of 
horrendous Disney movies. Mm. What was the Barnyard one? Is it Home on the Range? Yeah. Is that the one? Because someone has asked me, is like that movie Home on the Range you're talking about? Because that one, and I can't quote this, what they said on here. So they said, pretty much, let's say it sucked. I guess we can say that. Yeah, yeah hot garbage. <laughs> I apologize if that guy worked on that movie, but oh boy. No, no, it didn't work out. This person was being like the that Arizona-like vista of horrible hues, purples, and blues. I still can't get out of my head. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jess. Thank you for saying that one. Um, uh, so we actually, uh, uh, actually, this has been a fun little banter. I needed this. I need to get out of the house and yeah. ramble on. So if you guys are just listening in tonight, let us know. Say hi. This here is the mind of Magnus. Uh, we may put some songs on a little bit, just get some stuff going on there. But I'm having fun bantering as well. Uh, but thanks for keeping us company. We actually people tweeting in, <laughs> literally just. Uh, uh, this is fun. Tom's writes in going, um, I just happened to tune you guys in. I just, you know, was sitting home. It's been three days of me doing absolutely nothing and feeling horrible about myself. So I eat the cold pizza that I bought on Saturday to be smart. I want to tune in and hear you guys. Thanks for keeping me company. So thanks, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Oh, I'm nice. glad we can keep you company. This is the first interaction we've had outside of our families for three days. So I'm glad you could be here for us. <laughs> oh, it can be rough sometimes. Um, yeah, that, that email came in, themindofmagnus at gmail.com. So thanks for sending in, Tom. If you guys have any ideas, any bad movies you want to talk about, we'll gladly ramble out about bad movies as well. Um, and uh, speaking of bad movies, we probably should have uh, Megan on again soon. Cause yeah, I've, gonna... I felt a Megan-shaped gap in the show for a while. Yeah, so yeah, we, we got to circle yeah, about yeah. her back in. Uh, so yeah, Megan Murphy will be back in for... You know, Murphy's on movies, so yes. we'll have those on again. Maybe bring more of them on as a whole you know, entourage of Murphy's. So. We're only missing one for the complete set. I know, the Texan. So gonna... next time he's in town, we just have to drag him in. I already threatened him last time he was in town. We're like, when you come in, you're going to come on the show. And he's like, okay, I've been warned. So in that Texan sort of way. I, I didn't know that, that he existed at first. And... and when I met him, I, for a while, I thought he was just like Chuck Cunningham. Like, he went up the stairs, and that, that was the last it. time we saw him. <laughs> and then, yeah, he was here, and I was like, oh, hey, there's a fourth Murphy. This rules. <laughs> so it would be great to get him in. It would be really fun just to have the entire Murphy clan in here and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll just, we wait to put a microphone out. We'll just walk away. Let them exactly. We'll just out. give him an hour. <laughs> we come back in. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, man, oh, man. Um, so... Uh, we open our floodgates on on bad movies and stuff. By the way, for uh, Disney yes. films. By the way, hell yeah, yeah. Oh god. So actually, people are sending in worse like things I didn't realize. Something else. Um, if anybody brings up the black hole, I'm going to be very upset. The black hole. Oh my god. Yeah, the Star Trek, Star Wars. That, that, you yeah. Know. But that one, they they he, he does like there's literally an, uh, uh, attached to the crotch of the other big robot. What the hell is that big robot's name? Uh, Maximilian. Maximilian. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Tell, yeah. Talk more if you wish to do it. I'm actually lost in these. Do you remember the third act of that movie? I, we might have talked about this before. I don't remember if it was on the radio or not. But the third act of that movie is a hellscape. Like That's right. They That's go right. to literal Christian hell That's right. in that last 20 hole. minutes. And it is more harrowing than anything in 2001. It's like <laughs> the, the flip side where you have that whole like like celestial rebirth at the end of 2001. It's the opposite of that mm. in the black hole. A children's movie. I remember it as a kid watching it, and it must have been so intense. My mom's like, "You're never watching that again." And then for, somehow forced it out of my memory, and I never went back and watched it. I probably should watch it. I'm putting that in my note right here. I'm actually writing movies for 2019. So, Black Hole. You know, it's a trip. That was a book on cassette. I had that book on cassette. There was a picture book that had that last oh that my third god. act. In oh it. my god! And no, if anybody really. can find it. Burn it because it's got to be possessed. It's, it's nightmare fuel. I mean, I'm 40 years old and I'm still talking about it. So, <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, we just had an email come in. Apparently, we're talking about movies and stuff. Uh, it's like, Disney bad movies. Can I just toss in the thing, goof, uh, a goofy movie? No, as, you uh, can't. Is, is that, they, Incorrect. That, that, that's, that's, the only reason is because they seem to be hyper aware of what's going on, and that's the reason it killed itself. Like, there's like, no, you choke on 90s pop culture, he says. Um, and then there's something about a character knows he's a cartoon. Oh, the stoner character knows he's a cartoon. It's the glove. Do you hear that, that thing? Yeah, it's That's the, the Pauly Shore character. Yeah, exactly. Exactly the Pauly Shore character. Yeah. Oh so man. So here's what I'll say. That movie is good. Is it good? It is. It's I a lot of fun. It. It's '90s. It's it's it, it's what you would want out of a goofy movie. Mm-hmm. There there is a questionable thing because I think it was. Correct me if I'm wrong, listener. Uh, Goofy's Max's mom, I believe, is dead, which is a weird through line. Yep. Yep. Because that means Goofy is a widow. Gorsh. Which puts an entirely weird spin on that man. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he really, he's a, a forlorn person, I guess. So if you want to, yeah, it's either that he, he's just absent-minded and stuff because he's absolutely destroyed by the loss of his wife. He's like in this fugue state. Wow, really? Or. Okay, or. Or I will posit you this. Whatever accident that took the wife left him with a severe amount of brain damage. <laughs> so he b- nearly survived something that killed his wife, you're saying? Yes, and he's been reduced to, like, the mentality of an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. So now Max has to, like, weather the fact that he's a teenager and also make sure that his dad doesn't fall off the roof because he's trying to make popcorn. <laughs> oh, God. I, okay, you know, in the... In the, the Disney uh, alternate theories. I I can this is, I I can go with this because I always wonder about Goofy. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh-huh. Um. Oh, side note. Uh, someone just wrote in and goes. There. It was responding to the other one, but they said it's, you're not talking about Chicken Little, are you? And that's the other bad movie. That was a CGI one, right? With, uh, I, yeah, I think that was like when Disney went, well, I'm sure it's just traditional animation that isn't putting the butts in the seats. Let's go to CGI. And then they went, oh, no, we made a terrible mistake. It's actually the fact that we aren't writing scripts. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Disney expanded more effort in the technical presentation than in the crafting of an original storyline. Uh, yeah, there was Meet the Robinsons in there, too. I got kicked out of Meet the Robinsons in a weird story. That's a time... the. That the kind of like time, time, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a there's a that one is got you know, cute. I got a kick out of that one. It, I it totally I didn't expect anything because people talk so negative about it, but um, pretty good. Uh, yeah, people are just sending in links now of like check out this list of where to go. So I'm kind of going back through. Like I have never even seen a, a movie called The Wild, 2006. What is that? Yeah, apparently that it and it's on a list of Disney. Movies. I never even. Is that one of the Disney nature movies? No, it's an animated CGI of a lion talking to the reptiles right here. I'm staring at. Are you thinking Ryan, of Madagascar? I no. It's called The Wild. Hearing his father's stories, of The Wild. Ryan, the young lion, dreams of escaping Central Park Zoo, which sounds exactly like it is. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Ryan the lion. Ryan the lion. Ryan the young lion. Technically the name. Oh boy. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so it looks exactly like uh, the Madagascar. There's no denying the striking similarities between... I'm actually on a list right now because I've never heard about it. There's no denying design, uh, denying the striking similarities between the wild and DreamWorks Madagascar released the previous year. But as we said before, plots don't have to do anything, uh, be original for entertaining. So yeah, it's actually they were working on the exact plot for Madagascar with a movie called The Wild. I, there and, was a while where it was like that parallel thinking because we had ants and bugs life and and but yeah, we had a lot of those things. Like we had the yeah. how many asteroid movies came out one year, how many volcano movies came out one year. I can't believe that this movie came out and nobody 
Like, I've never even heard it before. I'm seeing her at a picture of something I've never seen. Did it get released? Like what? 2006. I, it says it was uh, the wild. I, I feel like I'm kind of a I'm not a, a Disney obsessive. But it's called The Wild, 2006. Thank you for sending that in, by the way. I've never even heard of that one. No. Now I have to look this up. Uh, that came in from uh, Twitter handle Dusty. A couple of numbers on that one, but Dusty, I'll call you. Dusty, thank you for sending that one in. Um, <laughs> he follows up. Uh, also, first time listening to you guys. I'm literally home and trapped in the snow as well. I was scanning the radio and heard you guys talking and started listening in. Uh, fun station. Thanks so much for, uh, for being on the air. Oh, thanks so, for joining us. Yeah, thank and you so thank much. you for bringing that up. I had no idea this existed. The, the cast is bananas. Really? Tell me more. Kiefer Sutherland is the dad. Samson the lion. Samson. James Belushi. You, wow, really? As a gray squirrel. I'm sorry, <laughs> a heroic gray squirrel. Oh. Eddie Izzard. Is he a lizard? Koala. No. An eccentric British koala, which is confusing. Okay. Accurate. Janine Garofalo as Bridget, an insecure, reticulated giraffe. So here's my problem with this. Okay. Tell that me the problem. the exact same character as David Schwimmer's character in Madagascar. Yeah, I guess you're right. That clearly is. Gender swapped, but exactly the same. Shatner is a wildebeest hybrid. Whoa. Richard Kind is an anaconda. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Patrick Warburton. Plays. Uh, He is... uh, William Shatner's henchman. Oh, wow. So he's another wildebeest. And, And hockey's Don Cherry... (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, really? Don Cherry, Rochester's number one hockey coach, yeah. plays Penguin MC. I can only hope it's a rapper. That's <laughs> I all don't. I want. I know there's probably some terrible hockey game in this and they had to get Patrick or they had to get Don Cherry. Don Cherry in there of course for that one. But I just really want it to be Don Cherry as a rapper. Uh, so, <laughs> Dusty writes back in. Uh, yeah, The Wild, it has 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, give you account, like, how much it is. That's I'm looking at the Wikipedia. That sounds generous. That sounds very generous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, oh my God, there's nothing. It's funny, action-packed, and has some hilarious adult jokes to keep parents and big kids entertained, he says. Uh, this is actually really? a quote from there. Um, but it's, you know, not I, the best. That, it, the the show we might have to go to a song because I mm-hmm, I have come to a screeching halt when this deep dive processing the fact that this exists. Let's hit some music because I'm actually I'm actually back and forth with trying to follow this one up now too. So this is funny. As so we, yeah, as we go into the break, ruminate on this. Will Vinton produced this. Will Vinton the the Will Vinton. Yeah, the claymation guy, the California oh, yes, Raisins yeah, yeah, yeah. guy, oh my God. produced this. <laughs> you kidding me? Really? So this is like a who's who of this was Disney money tossed it out of this stuff. I, I the choices may I we need to watch this movie. Okay, it's been it's been decided. We're gonna have a, a coming mind soon of to Magnus. the podcast. The mind of Magnus watches the wild. Oh my gosh! Let's go to a, a song and process this. We'll be right back. <laughs> Such a sad time to get 
together Stalking off each other under demonstrations Making sure they make us straight Crushing one another with colossal expectations Depending on discipline to sleep and wait She was a really cool kisser And she wasn't all that strict of a Christian She was a damn good dancer But she wasn't all that great of a girlfriend Stations. And 
your source for weird conversations about obscure Disney movies. <laughs> it's 1063 WRFZ, Rochester Free Radio. Welcome back to the Mind of Magnus. Hey there, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, actually, someone wrote me uh, this past week. That I just tuned in to your show. I've been listening to your podcast. I'm actually reading some emails now that sent in to the Mind of Magnus at gmail.com. Emails. Um, yeah. We get emails. <laughs> we need some jingles. That's right. Uh, but the person wrote in and is like, I enjoy it. Uh, I, I keep waiting for the Mind of Magnus to be something like network, and you're just going to start, start spouting off random stuff and spewing things from the Mind of Magnus. I was like, I, I haven't responded back yet to this email, but it's very nice. It's coming. I yeah, mean, I, I will rant and vent. It, that's what tonight almost was. Enjoy tonight. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's pretty much as Next close week, as we yeah, get. Yeah. 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 Well, well, if we do the the unfiltered mind of Magnus at some point, we'll do that in podcast form, so we can go off and. Yeah, exactly. Actually, we're hoping to do more podcast form stuff. Yeah. Um, actually, one of the emails I don't have in front of me, but I'm going to paraphrase it. Uh, it came in from uh, Caitlin, uh, I believe her name was. Uh, but Caitlin wrote in saying that they got, got a kick out of our shows. Like, I'm amazed you guys do a live show. You guys have a blast seeing you doing it. I think what it was something about, like, um, uh, but the, you enjoyed our pre recorded shows. It says we have a comfort about us that we liked. So, oh, well, thank you. So we may do, because I think even your wife said we sound so much better when we pre record. So. Hey. It's the difference between having a board in front of us, like the actual structured board, and sitting on my couch, I think. Yeah, yeah. I did you know? like uh, uh, at, uh, what do we call it, uh, uh, Obscure? Studio it? Obscure. Studio Obscure. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, so, <laughs> during this time, people are actually sending in like some messages and tweets to me, or at least some, a text message to me about Disney movies that need to stay locked in the vault. Um, but they're like, uh, there's a bunch of period pieces that you guys probably never heard of. There's a movie called Fun and Fancy Free. That actually has all the main characters, uh, Goofy, Mickey, everything else. Have you ever heard this? You know, I've heard tell. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. That's why I wasn't sure. And he goes, uh, I remember watching it as a kid, and I couldn't tell if it was a weird fever dream. It seems it, it was just beyond strange. He goes, um, it's like a bunch of, bunch of shorts, I guess, or two shorts. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but, yeah, it's another one of the you – know, I was like, where was it here? They say it. Oh, um, uh, it must be something about bears because the first uh, the first act of this play shows uh, Bongo or Brongo. I forget what it is. A bear wanting to escape the circus. Yeah, it's Bongo. Is it Bongo? Yeah. Okay. That's what the thing he's talking about. This is another one that it's a poor man's Dumbo, the person said. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds right. I, I feel like that's one of those things that was on constant rotation on the Disney Channel when we were kids. Oh, uh, was it? And it was one of those things where you flip by, you're like, yeah, probably not. Have you ever seen someone asked, have you ever seen Bambi 2, the sequel? That's where he comes. He comes back and gets revenge, right? Bambi's revenge. Yes, just, he comes back. He's got the bandolier. <laughs> it's hunting season. <laughs> uh, no, I've, actually, I've never seen this How one. How can you make a Bambi two? I don't feel like there were a lot of questions unasked at the end of Bambi one. Uh, let's see. This was sent to me from a, a link. Bambi two. That's, all it is is like, have you seen Bambi two? Question mark. And I I click the link, think half expecting to be a porn. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see. Uh, represents a way animated. There's no cool training. Yeah, there's nothing. Following the death of his mother, Bambi is raised by his absentee father, the great prince of the forest. So there's like it's Bambi is a young Bambi, but a large male deer raises him. But I thought he was a male deer at the end of the. I, yeah, I, I seem to remember him being close to an adult because didn't he end up with a doe? Doe, yeah, I thought. I don't know. Thumper married them in a non-denominational ceremony. And <laughs> it was a very pleasant thing. Yeah, they they registered at the Crate and Barrel and. <laughs> Um, yeah, so apparently talking about bad Disney films for our, our I don't know things. how this rabbit hole happened, but I am happy to be in oh it. Oh, my gosh, totally. Speaking of Thumper, that was completely unintentional. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, um, yeah, someone just mentioned and said, The Wild. Yes, I saw it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> wow. Thanks. 
So, yeah, okay, good to know. There are upwards of two people that have seen The Wild. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> I would love to know if the Murphys have seen it. I feel like that is their perfect wheelhouse. It's. I would bet you at least one of them has. Disney Obscura. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't... Who do you think? Do you think it's Megan? I imagine or, Aaron. Or do you think it's Aaron? I imagine Aaron's watched it multiple times, and then yeah. Megan has watched it because Aaron has watched it. That's yeah. my theory. So, could be. Mm. Um, <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to quote this tweet. I'm not going to say who said it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote this tweet. Uh, I guess it should be awkward to say on Happy Martin Luther King Day, uh, but has no one mentioned Song of the South? <laughs> there was so yeah, yeah. I I didn't know what like what what trips me out about that movie is number one, it, it was for sale. I was in France in 1997, and it was for sale there. Really? Yeah. So it's it's an interesting thing, although. Uh, England had a, a minstrel show on the BBC up until like the mid '90s, so there's right. just a whole different relationship to that. That's that's a weird cultural conversation. We can probably have another night where it's a yeah, little yeah, less yeah. charged. But yeah, the other thing that trips me out is that there's a ride based on that that's pretty popular. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, what does the ride consist of? You've been on it? Yeah, it's and... it's kind of great. Oh, like, good to know. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It, it's the uh, the Briar Patch story. Oh, wow. You know, please don't throw me into the Briar Patch. Gotcha. So it's the yeah. whole thing with Br'er Bear and Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox, I think it mm-hmm. is. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out. It's fun. It's a good log flume ride. <laughs> I'll check that thing out then. Um, so uh, we're coming up actually the end of the show already. It's getting close to the end. I mean, not quite quite the end. Uh, yeah. But I do want to take a little bit of serious note. Uh, I did mention uh, it's Martin Luther King Day today here. Martin Luther King Jr. I got to spe- specify. Yeah, specify there. Um, and I wanted to... Uh, uh, we had a friend here at the show, actually, uh, uh, Chris. Um, he was on uh, uh, a while back, uh, one of the first things. Um, uh, Twitter handle is Crons of Non. Uh, and uh, I had actually asked him, he says, um, I want to know. I actually I wrote, reached out, and we were chatting back and forth a bit. And it came up on the conversation about um, the. Uh, to, you should also know not just Martin Luther King. So th- this is a serious note. I'm actually taking a quick turn on our show to bring up a topic about. You should also know the contemporaries of uh, Martin Luther King. So I asked Chris. Chris is one of the guys who is. Uh, to use a, a common vernacular, a very woke individual. Uh, he knows a lot, knows what's going on. and uh, But he actually sent a, a message to me I want to read on the air talking about. To help improve our knowledge of, of Martin Luther King and the things that he and his family uh, strive to, to make a difference for. Uh, but he said the top five people, or at least six people, that uh, you should know the contemporaries of Martin Luther King. Uh, Bayard Rustin was a close advisor and speechwriter for King and good introduction for him, uh, for me, for intersectional activism, he says. Um, so we're going to take a quick little thing here last minute just to say couple of names here. Uh, so if you guys are, are celebrating all the things that Martin Luther King Jr. has done, uh, keep in mind there's some other people here that you should also be aware of and listen to and read. Uh, Julian Bond was an activist um, and uh, helped produce uh, Eye on the Prize, which uh, I think you could check out. Very nice, nice stuff. Um, uh, Chris continues saying, Malcolm X, though depicted as an adversary, they were actually friendly, apparently. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, Coretta Scott King, because she did much more than just marry MLK, as Chris says. Uh, their ma- the modern narrative kind of insinuates that she just did that, but she also was a very, they had 
similar values and did a lot to make things better. Uh, Angela Davis, because she made the grassroots activism and black pride mainstream among students. Uh, and last one, he was suggesting to check out uh, Fannie Lou uh, Hammer, H-A-M-E-R, uh, one of the orchestrators for Freedom Summer. So this is from Chris. I wanted to say at least I know we've been joking around about Disney something else. It's kind of a hard left turn here. But I wanted to touch base because um, Matt and I, it, both, it kind of matters to us greatly. Uh, we are both very compassionate men. We like having uh, kind of a, a world where all the diversity and uniqueness just makes everything better. It gets a flavor to our universe, gives a, a, a much – stronger sense of uh, community when we have not just one single voice voicing the same things over and over again. I like diversity, I like everything else. And um, having Chris uh, share these uh, wonderful little people to check out as well. I actually was doing a bunch of a deep dive today just because of this. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to uh, thank him for doing that, but also want to thank those who are making a difference here, those who are taking MLK's uh, messages to heart, those who are making a difference here in Rochester. Um, Matt and I strive to do as much as we can, but we only know we know. If you guys know or hear of something that needs help, something that we can help with, that you know, we are two big white guys, but we're both, we're friends of everyone. We 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 uh, we gladly help wherever we can. And the the last bit of the show, I just want to kind of touch base. It it, it matters. Today is a day that you should reflect on what has been happening in our current era, uh, what's currently happening in the news now, which I find sometimes very disgusting. Um, and uh, I'm not saying that there's uh, there's a lot of people that are at fault. There's a lot of people that are just spouting anger, spouting annoying comments, uh, and vocalizing, verbalizing, and stuff that may not even be what they should be talking about. Um, but I want to take a quick moment just to, uh, to kind of put a cap on the end of the show here, just to say that we are uh, indebted and honored uh, that Martin Luther King Jr. uh, pushed so much uh, of our society forward, brought so many things on, and without the idea of um, a peaceful uh, means. He wanted to have everyone together. It's it's something that I still strive for now, uh, how many years later now, I should know offhand, but it's, uh, I just want to take that quick moment just to kind of give that statement. We needed to say that. Those other people, check them out. if uh, you hear of anything happening in Rochester, if you need any help, you need something else, we also have contacts here. So if you see bad stuff happening, let us know. We'll pass along. We'll share it. We can do whatever we can to make a difference to stop it from happening. So Absolutely. This is a platform where we can goof around and talk about Disney movies, but we can also give a voice to someone who may not always have one. Mm-hmm. You know, So if there are things that you want to publicize, if there's something that you really need to let the, the disinfectant of sunlight on. Yeah. Let us know. We'd love to have you on, and, and we can talk about what's happening, because we definitely need those voices out in public more often. I, I know we have a lot of negativity happening in the world. Let, let's see if we can kind of combat that with, with some sunshine. Exactly. We have, we have uh, far too many uh, dystopian tweets coming out from leaders of our country now. Let's not help with that. So um, looking forward to a better 2019 by taking all these these concepts that have been spoken of for generations now. And we need to keep keep it going, keep you know peaceful thoughts, keep stuff going. And um, if you get a chance, go back and listen to some of the, the things that Martin Luther King Jr. had spoke of. Uh, if you, I actually listened to a few of his uh, speeches today. And not the big – I mean the big ones are great too. But just listen to it. Just do his top ten. There's a YouTube video. Do his top ten uh, Martin Luther King uh, and I was I was lost for probably 35 minutes listening to him speak. Other people on there with him. Actually, some of the names I spoke before actually were standing next to him and some of the stuff I think. So, um, but yeah, that's what I know. We were, we were kind of thought about having kind of a heavier topic tonight, and we went uh, more lighthearted. But I still had to come back and do it. This is a bit of the mind of Magnus here. This is me trying to get out there and saying uh, we need to make a better future, make, make a better now. Uh, come together. I don't care what color you are, as long as you're not a uh, horrible person. You're not a uh, 
Uh, I, so I can't it's swear. The content of your character. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. 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 So that's it. I just had to say that. That's my. That was my rant for a bit. I just had to. But thank you for doing it. I hope everyone's having a good MLK you know day out there, um, and uh, staying warm too. So. Yeah, and that actually takes us right to the end. Oh, look at that. That's so great. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, we opened with Yacht Paradise Eng- Engineering, as we always do, off the album Shangri-La. Uh, no closing music, because I thought we'd be better served with that conversation. Um, so, yeah, this has been the Mind of Magnus. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out, mindofmagnus.com, uh, or my, wherever you get your podcast from, Mind of Magnus. Thanks so much. See you guys next week. See you next week.